But anyone who's selling you on something or um, trying to market something to you, the less clothes on, the less trustworthy. It's about more than what you live or how you look. It's about more than strength. Welcome to More Than Strength. I'm Dan Flanick, and I'm here with Maddie Fuller. Welcome, Maddie. Thank you, Dan. So today's episode got me thinking of something that I read a while back, and uh, the acronym T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L came to mind. <laughs> I know that I just read that out, and you can't look at it, but uh, have you ever heard that? No. It stands for There Ain't No Such Thing as a Free Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what we're going to talk about today got me thinking about that. So Very everybody pertinent. listening, keep that in mind. Yeah, and repeat that acronym at the end so people can yeah. remember. They can go about their day thinking of T-A- of T-A-N-L, whatever. T-A-N-S-T-A-A-F-L. T-A-N-S-T-F-A-L-L. Okay, ain't no thing as a free lunch. All right, so that's a perfect way segue into what we're going to talk about today. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about um, ways to avoid being sold on fitness crap. Um, on things that you're going to waste your time and money on um, because both of those things, time more, more so, is super precious. Um, so, And that's something I always think about is like, you know, and we talked about this before. I'm like, am I, just a, am I just a dick for like, you know, hating on other things and calling other like organizations and, and, and you know, calling the field out on things? And then I think to myself, you know, we have to hold – you know, we have to hold it to a higher standard. Like, if we want this field to get better, um, we have to do that. So I'm like, I think it's okay to do that. Uh, I go back and forth in my head. But anyway, it's going to be kind of making sure that you know how to uh, filter through things that come across your Facebook newsfeed or on your TV or your Instagram or uh, things like that. So ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So – have a list of things we're going to start the first one uh something that my, my my daddy and my pappy has taught me since i was uh, a young lad growing up in pine bush new york as a bushman but anyway uh something my dad has always told me is you know in life uh if, if something sounds too good to be true then 99.9 percent of the time it is and i think we could all agree upon that um and I would say in the fitness world, if something sounds too good to be true, then it is too good to be true. Not even 99.9% of the time. But if someone's telling you something that, sound, that sounds really too good to be true, then trust your gut because it is. Um, and th- something like th- – th- a good example of this is uh, there's this HIT training program. I'm not going to mention the name of it. But if you go on the website, it's like a big – hit training thing they basically took tabata training which if you don't know what that is i think was it 20 seconds of work 10 seconds of rest or vice versa 20 on 10 off right it's it's basically short bursts of training rest for you know one-to-one rest doesn't, doesn't matter 20 seconds on 20 seconds off 30 seconds on whatever it is so it basically took uh something you know that we've known of like tabata training and changed the rest around a little bit and then um made up like this whole big deal about it right and when you go on the website the first thing it says is Three minutes away from a healthy lifestyle, right? And is that really true? Does, right off the, the bat, what is that appealing to? Maddie, what do you, who's, who do you think that's appealing to? That's appealing to lazy people or people that don't want to do work for anything. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't, if you're listening to this, don't be one of those people. Don't be that person. 
realize that you might be innately lazy. Like in my, in my, I am lazy person. Like I'm a lazy person. So for that, I know that about myself. So I actually counteract that by trying to work really hard <laughs> um, because I don't want to be me <laughs> when it comes to that aspect of how I am. Um, but I think a lot of us are like that. Like who wants to stop doing what they're doing when it's really comfortable and get up and do something hard? Not that many people until you start to develop the mindset that, well, you know what, doing hard things feels good after I do them, you know. Um, and let's just say, too, that if a three-minute workout was like the be-all, end-all of fitness, then that would be the only thing that anybody did. There would be no other products, no other routines, no other anything, because that would be all we wanted to do. Exactly. So, And that's a good point there, too, right? The, the, um, and this kind of goes along with the next thing I have on my list, which is the quick fix mentality, right? If, uh, if something, someone's claiming to be the be-all, end-all, and everything else is irrelevant, then red flags should go up. Um, and that's one of the programs that kind of does that. Another one, and I don't care, I'll call these people out, the functional training, like uh, the, uh, whatever it is, functional training systems, whatever, whatever that guy is, Naudi, or whatever the heck his name is, like talk about dogmatism. It's actually scary. Like, I actually joined that Facebook group because I was curious. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm trying to be open-minded here. Like, I don't want to just be so, like, narrow focus on just strength, barbells, strength, barbells. I'm like, maybe there's some things out there that I'm missing and that I can incorporate and different things just trying to, you know, learn more. You could pick, Even if <laughs> – even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? So so that's kind of what I was thinking. And I went to the Facebook group and uh, they were just like – they showed this stupid video. This is such a side topic, but this is a stupid video of this guy who deadlifted and passed out. And I'm sure it's been it's been going around the internet, right? And then they show a picture of his severed spine right next to it. And like I'm pretty sure that's not even a correct like it's not even an X-ray. So that definitely didn't happen. Um, but anyway, they're like, yeah, see, like they're 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 saying that like weightlifting will make you worse. That getting stronger through barbells like there's no need to ever have to lift more than your body weight like all you need to focus on is like walking and, and running and that kind of stuff and so um you, you bring that stuff up in that facebook group and they are all over like you are so wrong like everything you've ever learned about fitness is wrong like this is the right way like as if this guy who created it is this god and i'm like dude this this system has been around for like three years like it hasn't proven itself at all like so how could you sit there and say that that's a, an aside but just to hit on the point that if you know if someone's there claiming like you said before like this is the be all end all be skeptical right and maybe maybe i don't know maybe that's contra contradictory to what we're saying about strength right like but maybe i don't know but well here here's what here's what i'll say the difference is though what what we're talking about or what you're talking about um it is in no way so it's sold as the be all end all maybe but not as a quick fix okay. and not as something easy so, that, so that's better. the difference so yeah. we're like it, it's the be all end all but you know what it's gonna suck <laughs> yep yep true so the quick fix that's the next thing on our list right if um if there like i said before if there's if you're in your brain something goes off after you read a claim Right, like the three minutes to a healthy lifestyle. Another one I saw was uh, burn nine times more fat. Right, that's a sketchy claim. If there's if something goes off in your brain that that triggers that lazy, like you're the lazy part of you gets excited and thinks, oh, that sounds easy. I could do that. Right, you you should run. Like you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do it because and the way I think of it is like this: 
And people come to me a lot. They're like, I want to lose weight. I want to lose 50 pounds, whatever it is. And they want to do it tomorrow, right? That's just how we are as a society. And I think a lot of that has to do with because majority, at least for information, anything informationally, you can just, you know, get on your phone and find that like that snap of a finger. Um, But that makes us less patient when it comes to other aspects of life. And I'm guilty of this. I'm sure we all are in our own way um, in different aspects. But anyway. If it makes those sketchy claims or those quick fix claims and, and that laziness goes off in your head, then that's that's a sign that you're being sold on crap. That it's not it's not gonna you know work for you. The way I think of it is like what, seriously, and as cliche as it sounds, is what in life you know what's the phrase again? It's like anything worth working for takes time, right? Like people want to you know you go get married, like you're married, like I've I've just got engaged recently. Um, like a relationship is a good thing to relate to because any anybody can relate to having a relationship with somebody. Like how, like what are your best relationships? How long have you known that person? You know, has it been a has it been a month? I'm not saying you can't have a great relationship with someone you know for a month, but like the depth and the how much do you value the relationship that you have with your wife or your best friend of 10, 15, 20 years, maybe even more than that, right? And how much of those relationships take work? They you know they take patience. They take learning to understand like they take so much time and patience and effort and that's you know when you're willing to put in the work to do that kind of thing like that's why they become so fulfilling um when you do that kind of thing and it takes time lots of it right so the same kind of thing with training i'm not saying you know it's not gonna be take you 10 years to build a good relationship with the barbell and see results from it but it's you know it's gonna take time it's gonna take time and patience and energy and effort and a little bit of education um and practice and it's hard (laughs) And that's why people don't do it um, because it is hard. And most people, people listening, are, most of you are probably not even going to do it anyway. Um, but at least you have the education to know that, that, that it's, it, it's, it is. It's the most effective thing you could do for you is training with a barbell. Don't know how I got off on that topic. Got all sentimental on the relationships and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, um, the next, the whole point of that is like if it's appealing to your laziness and it's not, you know, I'm not saying you go out there and just do like hard work for hard work's sake. Sometimes that's good to do. But, um, you know, a planned, purposeful, trackable way to work hard and get results. If it's the opposite of that, if it sounds like an easy, random, non-trackable way that's claiming that you're going to get a billion different results, like be skeptical. Um and that's something we should hit on too. We did talk about this a little bit last, not last episode, but a couple episodes ago about the stress recovery adaptation and novice effect and that kind of thing. Um, the thing is why these programs actually sell and they work. They're, anything you do is going to work at first. Like we, we joke, if you pick your nose, you're, it's going to work. That's a joke we have. Um, but just because that does doesn't mean that it's the best thing for you. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's the, the most effective way to go about things. Um, so anyway, the next thing I have on my list is – first, Maddie, do you have anything to add so far? You know what? I just think another thing to watch out for and see what, what all this is coming down to, and this is something that I'm interested in, is marketing. It's all marketing and copywriting. So all these things are, are specifically chosen to like trigger that thing in your brain that makes you want to open up your wallet for it. Um, you know, it, so if you catch somebody using terms like muscle confusion, you know, that don't really mean anything, that's another sign that you're yeah. probably looking at fitness crap. Yep. And that's, that's actually something I was going to lead into both of those things. Right. So one is, and this is, you know, that marketing aspect of it. Um, and here's a good rule of thumb. And I think I, I it works. I'm sure it's going to work really well for whoever takes this in, into, uh, and, apl- and applies it. It works well for me. 
But anyone who's selling you on something or um, trying to market something to you, the less clothes on, the less trustworthy. That's that's my opinion, right? When it comes to everyday fitness things, right? If you're getting into bodybuilding and like really into that kind of thing, and you there's a person there you're going after, like that's a different, that's a sport, it's a different thing. But for everyone listening who is general health, right? If somebody gets up there oiled up, showing off their abs, um, with no shirt and minimal clothing. You should reach into your pocket and squeeze your wallet really tight and not let that thing open up because what that person is trying to – it's very shallow in my opinion. You're trying to sell somebody on – right? Like I don't want – I don't want somebody to – it does happen to an extent. Like people will – like based off of looks and vibes and that kind of thing, yes, people will purchase your services. That does play a role into it. Like if you're a completely like hideous-looking, unattractive, not very nice person, like yeah, you're probably not going to do that great. Like that's just the reality of the world, right? Um, but if someone's getting up there and oiled up, just, they're trying to sell you based off of the idea that if you do this, you're going to look like them, um, which isn't the case. Uh, because <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't even want to get like too deep into that whole thing. Cause you can, you know, that was one of the reasons that this podcast was started up really seeing that stuff, people getting sold on, um, honestly, sex, that's, that's really what it comes down to. You're right. getting sold the fitness programs based off of how sexually appealing somebody looks rather than rather than being sold on a program that's going to be, you know, intrinsically driven. What I mean by that is inter- internal. So the person selling it to you is coming at it, coming at it from a perspective of I genuinely want to make you better, not show off my abs and get you to buy things because I have nice abs like that. That's a very shallow, superficial approach to um trying to get people to buy whatever product you're having and then you know the argument is well if it's making people better like then is it bad and like that's kind of going trying to hit on before and i i think it is because (laughs) because you're selling people on something that's not very sustainable you know like what's more sustainable an intrinsic like a deep internal desire to push towards something and become something that you know or a person that you, you you know you you see in the future like that you envision yourself as and I'm not talking physically I'm talking yes physically but capability wise so more than just looks um, psychologically how you approach situations like like what's going to be something that you're going to stick to more that or this whole idea that after three months of doing so-and-so's program you're going to look like them on the beach right Um, so whenever I get people I try and move them or clients I try and move them toward that that area of thinking getting to hit on like the depth of their being to get them to really really internalize the value of being strong of being healthy and realizing that the mirror and the scale aren't as important as they had previously perceived to be and i think anyone who's pushing people more toward that direction um is moving people in a direction that's going to bring about more insecurity uh, than anything else rather than truly like internally driven desires to keep continuing to get better. And so that that's my take on that. That's why I feel so strongly and passionately toward that kind of thing. Um, and most of the time, people who are doing that are covering up for their lack of knowledge, <laughs> um, you know, shed, showing their shredded up abs and that kind of well, thing. It- 
Yeah, and here's another thing that I've heard. It's it's so funny, not not from anybody that I know personally, but just listening to podcasts and stuff like that is is people will tell you that some of these folks like on Instagram or whatever that have the best bodies or whatever in the world are also like complete wrecks in their personal lives. Yeah. So, um, you know, achieving your perfect aesthetic goal, which may not even be possible, is not going to fix your life. Yeah. And that's like an even deeper topic that yeah, it's definitely. It, it, it really is like coming down to like, and that's a whole in like our society. It's like we we're always looking for the next thing, like as if that's going to make you feel happy. Oh, when I get those abs, that's going to make me feel happy. Oh, well, now I have those abs. Um, when my calves are bigger, that's going to make me happy. When my butt looks better in jeans and, not, and, and rather than yoga pants, that's when I'm going to be happy. And it creates this never ending, you know, cycle of dis-ease. Um, because you're not happy because you don't have this thing when, what I'm talking about when we're, you know, when it comes to training and not exercising or not focusing on the superficial things, you're starting to internally feel satisfied with the process, which is directly, you know, it, 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 it directly translates over to life, right? Cause that's what that's supposed to be about too, right? We are so focused in life about these next things. Oh, when I finish my degree, when I get a car, when I get a house, when I have another kid, when I retire, that's when I'm going to feel good. Rather than, wow, like I'm really enjoying this process um, and just enjoying each step, every inch that you take each day or whatever it is. So like that's a whole different topic. But yeah, um, yeah, we've gotten way deep now. Yeah. So, so we'll, but, we'll bring it back to fitness. Crafts. We will. Let me right? ask you this. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you have, um, unless you have a lot more to say, I wanted to close it out this way. Like, so what's the thing to look for? Like, how do you filter out the fitness crap? Okay, I'll give an overarching theme. Most of what you see is crap. Most of what you see is crap. So you can, sadly enough, automatically assume that it's crap until proven otherwise. So I guess that's the way to go about it. Um, And uh, I think a good way to go is to go go back to that whole idea of exercise versus training. Um, So one, look for that, right? Is this a progressive, like a logically progressed approach, right? Is there some sort of progression toward it right is it is it random if it's a whole bunch of randomness then that's something that should set up a red flag if it seems like you're consistently doing things and you're going to have to consistently get better at them throughout the whatever program is being sold then that, that'd be a good sign that that's something that would be good um the second thing is if that plan involves a barbell or not <laughs> believe it or not or weight training at least like sometimes people might not be able to lift barbells right away but um people listening the majority of people can and should and if that program doesn't include the squat bench press overhead press or deadlift be skeptical right definitely squat bench and deadlift sometimes you'll see some powerlifting programs that don't have overhead press but you should put it in there if, if you see that um yeah so if it doesn't have a barbell same thing squeeze your wallet tighter run away that's i'd say those are two keep it really simple is it have a progression is it like is it training rather than exercise does it include a barbell awesome all right well i think that's good i think you've told everybody a bunch of stuff to watch out for i know because that's such a frustrating thing it is yeah um so uh what's up for next time next time has not officially been decided yet (laughs) so (laughs) stay tuned and uh you'll see what comes out next week (laughs) (laughs) all right all right (laughs) sounds good thanks dan thanks maddie Thank you for listening to More Than Strength. Be sure to check out morethanstrength.com slash podcast for links and show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and review on iTunes and tell a friend. Thanks.